Welcome to uh, Dining with Jews. Uh, I'm Nick Kindler. I am Motek Sherman. And today uh, we are at Yitz's. Yitz's. Today we are at Yitz's. <laughs> you said that Deli. like Martin Short's character. Uh, we are Yitz's Deli, and uh, our very special guest today is a gentleman by the name of. What's, what's your first name again? Smedley. Smedley. J. J. Well, is it, what are we Nick doing? Bottom. Are, yeah, and we, my God, does he smell well? My brother, Damien Kindler, well. uh, he is, is here. Nice. Walking in here, you've got the sausage hands. Haven't changed in, what, 40 years? No, it's uh, the original sausage. I believe they replaced them with newer sausage handles in 1975. <laughs> You're a heretic. Get out. I have to come a little closer. I don't the want to smell, freak you out. The smell in here, smell. although added to be by my brilliant cologne, mingling with my man scent, was just beautiful, oh, warm, comforting on. smell of smoked yeah. meat. Yeah. Uh, kishka. Yeah. Kanish. Gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's not overpowering. It's like just yeah. very comforting. Um, I used to get, so when I was, when I got out of Queens, and I went to say, like, I got out of jail. But I, got, but I left, came home from Queens in 1991. I came out bartending, waiting on table. They couldn't get a steady job. The recession was always a recession. And I used to come here with my friend Gord Cates, K-A-T-Z. This was the smoking section. We'd come in here. <clears throat> we'd see movies of the Eglinton, which is now closed. We'd come in here before or after. We'd smoke. We'd have smoked meat. I'd have pastrami. He'd have corned beef with the smoked meat. <clears throat> Verner's. I love the kishka. That's what I love. It's fantastic. Yeah. And that's I, happening tonight, right? I'm having a kishka tonight. You are. I'm not, I can't eat that stuff anymore because I have food allergies which developed yes. since. But what we used to tell us, we, this menu, which is which is like looks like a giant sandwich, I stole one. Or no, I didn't say I asked Mary, the waitress, could I Can take I it? one? So I have one in my personal, like it, it, it could be buried with me. And I remember there were a lot of Stories and rumors about Mr. Yitz. He was a black belt in judo. Yep. He was a guy, a little guy. That wasn't rumored. They used to print that. I don't know if they yeah. still do these. And there was like the, photos uh, of him kicking ass at a dojo yeah. somewhere. And so Mr. Yitz with his glasses and his like, you know, he looked like a little guy. But apparently everyone was like respectful because not only were you were in a great restaurant, but the man could like, you know, kickbox you into, you know, next century because he was tough. So there was something cool about being in a, a diner where, <laughs> where the owner could yeah. kick where you. The owner ass. was a black, was like a little Jew, was a black belt in judo, and he could kick your ass. Right. And there was something that like kept order. And there's there used to be like famous authors and old Jewish. Men of letters they used to sit here slouched in raincoats, eating krapak and soup. Yep. And you know, you'd smoke. They didn't care. And the place had had. You, you felt like you were in the last twilight of that, sitting in the deli, smoking, chatting it up. No one asking to leave. And you guys did not venture north, right? No, we not weren't really. Coleman's pants. No, and, no. And I, so, I started yeah. joining you and your buddies yeah. more and more. When you often. got released from Queens, yeah. <laughs> In '93, I was I started coming by. Yeah, we come up here and we shoot pool at the uh, pool hall over here. So we would come to Yitz's, and when Yitz's would close at nine ten, we just go next door and play play uh, billiards. And this is how we dealt with with being unemployed. Yitz's was a big part of my coping with being out of a job. So. Yitz's the place, or Yitz's the food, or Yitz's the friends? Like, what There's no there? walls between all those statements. It's oh, all one giant yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think that's right. It was very comforting to me. And I'm a downtown Jew. Like, I'm part of like, the, you know, the... Well, this is north as downtown Jews go. That's what I was asking. Edmonton's the dividing line. But this, no, no, I, I, it's, no you're, I disagree. This is as far south as uptown Jews go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Up this, north. Is, this is Christopher Columbus' See? edge of the world. North York Jews. They don't, yes. Downtown is knifing, stabbing land. Yes. This is where yeah. we grew up. Yes. You know... 
No, that's no, that's exactly right. You talked about the Itza's menu before. The thing that always got my head turned around. Um, everything that's interesting on this menu starts with the letter K. Like Kindler? There's, 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 yeah. There's, Kishka. Wait a minute. There's Kaplock? Kishka, Kanish, Knucker. Um, Kaplock. There's the uh, Crisket. Kaplock. Uh, there's the bread and keel cutlet. <laughs> and of course, the chicken cuts a ball soup. About eight, nine, eight, nine years ago, I, you know, I was noticing that I had terrible digestive problems and I was hating food. I'd eat really expensive meals and be bitter and angry and horrible about it. And energy was awful. It felt terrible. <clears throat> so I went to a friend, uh, a friend of a friend who is a very actual reputable non-quack naturopath. And they said... They, it's on the card, the NQ. Yeah, not NQ. And... Uh, and um, they did, they did whatever the testing is. And they said you have a severe intolerance to gluten, which is wheat. Thank you. Get the thumbs up for this. This is everyone, because we all do. But no, I, no, we don't. It's, it's it's actually a sliding scale. I have extreme, and then I also have a severe allergy to dairy. Now I did the kind of I did the kind of train spotting weekend where I gave up both and coffee and went out of my mind. But at the end of it. When, it's like the pill in the matrix. Once that stuff's out of your system a few weeks later, any trace of it, you get very ill. And gluten for me is like kryptonite. I literally just do a face plant for five hours. And dairy is like, wow. I feel like disgusting. So now what I do is I, I just can't eat. It's not like I cheat if I could. I want to constantly. Uh, but I, I just can't. I can't. But I, humans are not... So, so I do, And I'm not playing Trump the Jew with his intestinal problem. That's a great game. But so I got, uh, I've been diagnosed with ileitis, right? Which is like um, such severe swelling in the colon that it's like they've got to cut out a piece of your your stomach if it gets really bad. And I would, I used to go for days. You've been diagnosed with it? Yeah. Like by an actual gastro who stuck a scope up my ass. Like the whole, the whole deal. By the way, this is a classic Yitz's conversation. No, it is. Yeah. What else are you going to talk about here except your cranks, like your sicknesses? Your colon. Colon. Um, and, uh, how's the colon? And other people. Mm. Usually um, starts with, how's the colon? And then, followed by a, mm. Wait, and then we eat kishka that looks like a colon. Exactly. That's oh, okay, no, Mo. So wait. It's radio. So, and now I'm, I've yeah. learned, humans are not designed to have gluten and dairy. No. We're it's not, it's not used Hunting, gathering. Sure. Yeah. We all have intolerance to it. It's terrible for you. So the, I think the thing is, the, the digestive system, you know, you're essentially probably born with very basic innards saying, look, we want to bring down a woolly mammoth and eat it, or a saber-toothed tiger, pick some berries, eat some seawater, or a mountain spring, and then, you know, whittle some wood and, you know, uh, procreate and go to sleep. And anything else that has to do with heavy French sauces, you're not really <laughs> necessarily yeah. geared towards. Amen. Totally right. Why are there not many French Jews? It's the sauce. It's too much. <laughs> Am I wrong? So, but then, then there's the million dollar question. Why do we eat this shit? And, and why is it so important to us? Because Why did a race of people it? who have, who are genetically, like, here's a question, I'm going to throw it back to you. Yeah. What you're asking is, and this is what, what Jews, changing other Jews' questions is another good thing okay. for a podcast. <laughs> but it's like this, why, why should a, 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 a race of people who are genetically predisposed to Crohn's disease yeah. eat such fatty, horrible right. food. Right, right. <laughs> like no, traditionally. And right. it's the it's why would we sit around at because we're into self torture. So I had a boss. That's your reason? That's your reason? That's and the reason. Well oh, no. No, no, that's your I think he's right. But but into self torture. I had, I had you know why he thinks I'm right? Because it feels terrible. He knows that's the truth. No, you're right, you're right. See? But, okay, so I had a boss, and he used to say this. The biggest enemy, I should do it like him, I should do an impression. Go. Let me do it. Hit us. Uh, you know, the biggest enemy of the Jewish people 
is their diet. <laughs> and I think he's got a point. And I think self-torture, that we, we want to, we, we feel the guilt becomes so, but then explain to me why the other self-torturing cultures and creeds don't do it. Because there's many of them. Who are the other, who are the other self-torturing? Who? As far as I'm concerned, Roman Catholics have Amateurs. as much guilt as anybody. <laughs> what? Roman Catholics have as much guilt as anybody. Sure. Yeah, and then they but, purge it when they confess. But in, in the time in between the confessions, why aren't they doing this to themselves? Uh, oh, you mean can I be they... honest? It's more, it's more systematic. It's just kind of more by rote, like you know, life is about misery and, and guilt and stuff. This is I'm talking about torture. I'm not talking about suffering. I'm talking about torture. <laughs> no, you understand the difference between <laughs> suffering and torture? I just suffering to... is like ah, it sucks. Torture is like I can make this worse and worse for myself. There's another level to this art. So you're saying not it's done, not it's a coincidence. Bottom. You're saying that, that the fact that Hostel is, is Eli Roth, that's not a coincidence. I think you're onto something. This is coincidence, my cool. Um, I don't know. I don't watch horror. Wait a second. I, wait a I don't second. watch horror. Wait a second. Wait a second. There's some massive and really interesting digressions there. But let's, let's go back for a moment to this idea of the concept, which I believe was Jews eat deli to torture themselves. No, they don't. Let, it's oh, 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 hold on. Isn't that, Isn't that what we just... Weird? I thought yeah. that was exactly what we said. You just said no. What, that's another thing. Uh, contradictory just for the sake of being contradictory? That's a thing. It's never just for the sake of contradictory. I just want to go back to where we were. This desire for not... Torture. Torture. That was where we were. It was torture. Now, you Why made the leap to torture porn. Right, right. I went too far. That's but I'm right. just I, I'm just saying... That's all right. We can go back there. Damien was so adamant... And yeah. he had me convinced, um, but I wanted to know why he was saying it. Because there's also pleasure in it. Right, so I'm just saying there's, if there's true suffering and torture... There's meaning in suffering, right? That's the whole so, thing. But, well, where's the, where's no, but this is it, don't you see? There's meaning in suffering that is as delicious as this is. People do... Listen, right? where's the suffering here? Later. We have the deliciousness, yeah. and then we have the suffering. The question was... Why does why do Jews eat food that's fattening, <laughs> tough on the system? I mean, you eat. It's not on purpose. It's just the way it all came up. You know, smoked meat was cheaper years ago. and right. took and bad cuts of meat and boiled it. We actually it. talk about this in episode one. One of the notions is that because if you're going to kosher meat, you have to get all the blood out of it, and so then it's unedible unless you do things to it. So that's why we have meat that you've done these things to. But we don't have to do that anymore. But let's just be clear. In traditional Jewish deli um, restaurants, it is. It's fatty. It's it's not good for you. But do the Jews in general in modern society eat like this daily? No. It's just the food that's associated with it. Am I... Yeah, but this is all the stuff that... Like this kishka. I know people that eat a lot of kishka. On a regular basis. Who are these people? Semi-regularly. Well, some people I'm related to. You know, and, really? it, it, and it tastes like their tradition. Well, for us, it's like a treat. For some people, it's like, this is my life. Yeah, they'll have it once every two weeks. It's wow. like our dad with chicken. He eats chicken daily. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. single day, the man's imbibing the chicken. He rips a chicken. The whole chicken. And that's, just, that's, that's it. In fact, that'll be a does whole he, episode. Does of he cook it first? Yeah. We're just going to go to the table, put a roast chicken down. Let him go. Remember the first time Nick, we were young, not that young, but Nick said we were like, I guess I was about maybe 20, and Nick was you know 18, and 
and there was something about Dad eating a chicken, thoughtfully talking, but devouring this roast chicken and a cutting board. And Nick coming to me, you know, was not, he standing? Wait, he was Nick he wasn't going for the laugh. It was like yeah. it was like a support group, low voice, like. Ever noticed the way Dad eats chicken? Like, like help me, I'm not crazy, right? I'm like, yeah, the, God, the dude just murders a chicken. It's gone. Yeah. Every bit of meat is gone. The whole thing? Well, there's like a there's like a yeah. raptor. Like, when it's time to finish it, no, it's like wait, a, it's wait, like a wait, velociraptor. Wait. It is underpants. He's a whole chicken at once. He? He's not a he's like not a, a monster. He's like a velociraptor <laughs> in, in polyester underwear, devouring the sea. I would say, you know, like, there's going to be a long winter. That's yeah. how he is with the chicken. It's unbelievable. Have you ever asked him about it? Oh yeah, he loves it. He couldn't be more proud. And he's trying to pass on the tradition to his children, his grandchildren. Yeah. Grandchildren now know. Yeah. Grandpa and had it finished. I know I sound a little obsessed on this point. Did he do this standing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Were you guys never taught never eat standing up? No. We were taught to eat standing That's up. That's how we were taught. You never know when you got to get out of there. Most lessons were done standing. You, kn- you, you never know when you got to get The Cossacks could be at your front door. You got to eat, you got to get out of there, man. Yeah, but weren't you told if you eat standing up, you'll get a terrible stomach ache? Like no. if you go in the water an hour after Both eating? Both those stories are bullshit. No, I know they are, but I, I, I'm surprised by which never lore lied to us. we so all got standing. and which lore... I got north of Eglinton, and you south of Eglinton guys never got. No, we got the real. We got we got way more real. Did you get the don't play with matches or you pee in your pants? Were you like, are, are, how in the world did you actually become functional? That's what, Oh, that's what, that's what, that's an episode on its own, right? We didn't even get don't pick your nose. We didn't no. get anything. No. no, no, no. But the eating standing up thing. But you guys were on the streetcar early, weren't you? We like the subway at age six. Yeah. Seriously, Subway age six? Uh, yeah, me, yeah. seven, eight, seven for me. Yeah. I was, I think I was um, 13. I think it was after my bar mitzvah that my mother let me give the instructions to the cab driver myself. All right. Thanks very much. Uh, I'm Nick Kinler. Uh, I was Modric Sherman. And uh, this has been Dining with Jews. Today's guest, Damien Kinler. I have um, a running notion that... Um, that at the very least, that the Judaism is way too exclusive, and at the very least, the definition for who gets to be a Jew should be: right. if Hitler would have killed them, they get to be a Jew. But None of this quarter Jew, eighth Jew, a sixteenth of a Jew—that's ridiculous. So any gay gypsy Catholic priest in Europe is a Jew. Yes. If it was up to me, yes. Anybody who wants to be, anybody who wants to self-identify as Jewish. You're in.